0: Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth.
1: Hey, Mike, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Best day ever. Yes. Let's talk about, um, or I should say, let's start off with uh, telling everyone who you are, uh, what you do for a living, and what some of your hobbies are.
0: Yeah, my name is Mike Doyle. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Do three things. One of them that I actually get paid for is do animation for a living. It's called drive 80com dot com eight zero, and do explainer videos and Instagram stickers and logo animations. And the fun things I do, I have a web comic called Daily Bread. You can check it out on Instagram. It's your daily bread, and I just do daily drawings and take a picture and put it up, and it could be funny. It's usually pretty funny because I'm pretty funny. Just kidding. then... <laughs> <laughs> I have a late, uh, podcast with the late 90s punk scene called This Was the Scene. You can check that out. And for hobbies, lately, I've been running. I'm doing a challenge with my buddy to run every day for 90 days, one to five miles. I just bought a bike yesterday, a Kona something. You should probably know that since I spent like $1,000 on the bike. <laughs> and I just, I just got that. So I'm going to start riding. Other than that, like I love going and collecting vinyl. And my non-healthy hobbies are Going out on the town and drinking bourbon and hanging with my friends and getting craft beer. It's relationship building though, so exactly it's that's important. The one to five miles is
1: interesting. I think I would I would lean heavily towards the one mile, but
0: yeah, still you do. Days. You do, especially today since it's it's kinda I'm literally when this is done, I'm jetting out the door to try to go for three, but it's Good. kinda raining. So you're like, ah, I can get away with one. Yeah, you at least have the option and the flexibility.
1: The three things you do, um, the podcast and the comic, the comic, uh, Instagram account, and then obviously drive 80. It's all focused around like creativity. Is that something you've always had or is that, is it like a muscle something that you've made stronger over the years?
0: I've always had it. The first time I recognized that when when I was a little kid, I had Nintendo power and a notepad in front of me and a pencil or, yeah, it was a pencil and I was watching TV and I just randomly, Drew Roger Rabbit, which was a video game at the time, and I drew like I don't know if verbatim is the right word, but I it looked exactly like the comic or the um, the picture, and I had never taken any art lessons, so it's always been just kind of instilled in me to be able to create. And then I was in a band for a long time, so I was writing songs, and then like drawing and graphic design. So it just always came really natural to me. And then the technical side too of learning programs and using them that's been a gift because you can't get anything done if you if you if you know how to animate frame by frame but if you can't animate with after effects which is very technically robust then you're kind of screwed so i've been lucky to be able to learn technology as well i find the creative aspect of things very
1: fascinating i'm not i don't i don't have that and i remember i remember this kid i went to high school with and um he was just an insane drawer like the, the sketches he would come up with and i was like how is he doing that you know
0: it just fascinates me well it's it's kind of hard sometimes because you see people like that but they can't translate that over to software and then they're screwed so unless yeah. they find it really niche that they can draw and illustrate and make a living off of that majority of time you got to make it digital because you got to do it for a client what's the hardest thing about your business the fun part and the worst part is running it by myself. So I've got to wear all hats. So I'm, I'm every department in one person and structuring my day can be a little difficult because the creative side wants me to just create things all the time. But then the business side is no, you can't do that because it's not guaranteeing you're going to get new business. So I have to balance that, but I never have this regimen of Monday through Friday. I do this 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's, I kind of sometimes I do things on the fly. And that can be stressful I have, if I don't have a project. But if I have a project, then then I am regimented. And I have deadlines, I get it done, and I'm just focused. But you just constantly want to make cool things. And yeah. that can just get in the way. And um, so then, like today, I've just been kind of putzing around after a sales <laughs> meeting. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest, you know? Oh, I'm dead honest, man. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I just like, you know what, man? I'm going to go and just drive and get coffee and drive around in my Jeep for an hour and listen to a podcast because I can do that and I don't care. Yeah.
1: I think you need to have that downtime too, but I hear what you're saying. No, that's like, that's like the whole E-myth revisited, you know, the concept of Mm -hmm. someone goes into business for themselves because they're good at X, Mm -hmm. but they don't actually work on the business. Like you're talking about the creative side and the business side. So they focus mostly on the creative side, forgetting that there's the whole business side that needs to happen as well. But it sounds like you're aware of that, so that's a good thing.
0: Oh, totally! I've read so many business books on success and structure, and taking sales courses. So I've done. I'm pretty balanced with the creative side and the business side. But yeah, I completely understand that. You know, the pie, the pie maker shouldn't be making the pies.
1: (laughs) Do you have any habits that you uh, that you lean on for either your business or your
0: personal growth? I know you sent me that question. (laughs) I was trying to think about it. (laughs) I think some habits will be as simple as if it's let's say it's sales. if someone reaches out to me and I'm going to follow up, my habit is just to put it into my calendar a week or so out and stay up to date with that. or if it's like a big lead, then I put it in Trello. I don't know if that's a habit, but that's just kind of a routine. I don't know like i i don't I probably do. I think one of the questions you had is what I do in the morning. I don't know if you want to add, if that falls in line with this.
1: That is a habit. That's a routine. That's a habit that I've created for myself. Um, I break it out because I want my guests to share, like their. Sometimes they have other habits besides the morning routine that we can all learn from. But yeah, let's talk about the. Let's talk about your morning routine. What does that look like?
0: Yeah, that one's more structured. So I always make my bed, and I read that, and I think anyone listening to a podcast like this has heard that. But there is something about feng shui. I completely believe that. If your place looks untidy, then you feel untidy. And if you feel if it is tidy, then you feel put together and you feel like you're accomplishing something. First thing I get up, I make my bed right away. I chug water because someone told me to do that. Like Neen Williams is this really famous skateboarder who's insanely in shape. He does that as well. And then sometimes they they kind of change, but the guarantee one is make my bed, do that, drink water. And then I started doing the five-minute journal which is I'm sure you probably heard about this, but it's the three things you're grateful for, three things that'll make your day great. And then the like one the last question is I am, and you just answer that. And then hmm. the end of the night you finish it with three things that happened great today and how could I made today better?
1: I used to um, use the five minute channel. Yeah. So you do both the, the, the morning and the night?
0: I try. The the morning one guaranteed if I'm going to do it. And then sometimes the night I get a little lost because I may have had a few bourbons and I just like <laughs> put myself to bed. And, or I pass out of my couch if, uh, if it's like a Friday and on Saturday, I hang out with some friends and I wake up in the morning. So sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and do the night part before I get into the day part, which I think might be a little counter, counterintuitive to the science that that book has. But another Before, though, you asked, there was a habit. Big habit I have, and I know this is only... like These are short episodes, but giving myself a penalty is a habit of mine. If I have a goal, I... And if I'm just kind of procrastinating, I'll always set myself a date and then I'll give myself a penalty for not accomplishing it. And I'll include someone in that penalty. Oh. Yeah. So within that, I've... A couple years ago, I quit drinking for five months. Because of that, I've also... Completed two miles a day for 365 days in 2018. I've got a book published by myself within a week because I was procrastinating it. And I put online. I was like, hey, if I don't get this done, I owe my buddy Nick Berry 200 bucks. And I tagged him and he's like, well, this is great. <laughs> and uh, I've never paid anybody for the penalty because I always get it done. That, so that's also happening with the 90-day thing I'm doing right now. Was he trying to self-sabotage you
1: when, when he knew $200 was on the line?
0: Nah, I mean, he, he's a great dude. He's just a, a buddy of mine that I've known just through business and networking and, and entrepreneur groups. And uh, he was just like, cool, man. <laughs> but the reason I chose him is because he's a ball buster. And yeah. he roots you on at the end. I was like, I owe no money to Nick Barry. He's like, I'm happy that you don't.
1: So let's go on the flip side of that. Um, I like the, the, the idea of penalizing yourself when you don't meet your goals. What do you? How do you celebrate your wins?
0: By getting my goals done. The pure fact that I accomplished that is the... Is the reward to me? I don't ever give myself a, oh, I'll go get a massage, or because I think pretty much the majority of my time is giving myself <laughs> like rewards just for accomplishing the day. I'm like, well, I got, I, I was, I was, I stayed on till about three o'clock today. I'm gonna go out and do whatever I want. <laughs> so I have enough of those, but the penalty thing is, uh, I find it rewarding to not have to have succumbed to the penalty. I guess.
1: And you build accountability into it so by posting online and, and bringing someone else into it. That's a key part. I'm part of a mastermind. And we have the same thing. We have accountability built in. And so people are you know, making sure that... The group is making sure that everyone's meeting their goals. So the accountability is huge.
0: Oh, yeah. Anything, anytime I've had to get something done, the accountability is the number one factor of getting it done. If I do something on my own, I can do it. But the moment I get someone else involved, it always just triggers me. Because there's a part of me too that has this, look at me, look at me. I did this. It like it's almost like a little kid just trying to prove themselves to their parent. I guess. Like I, I'll notice that, and if I'm in a CrossFit workout. Anytime the coach is walking over to me, I'm gonna be less tired and start kicking more ass because I want him to be like, Hey, good job. That's true. There's yeah. Something about that.
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate yeah, to that. Really I mean, you
0: catch it too, man. It's it's funny when you're like, Oh, I know I'm doing this, but I'm 41 <laughs> years old and I need someone to tell me good job. Please be proud of me. <laughs> yeah. I, I need your uh, I need your acceptance. In your opinion, let's talk about life and, and
1: the meaning of life. In your opinion, what is what is the meaning of life?
0: The meaning of life to me is everyone has a a metaphorical blank room and you can paint it however you want to. So I did this thing a couple years ago called Landmark. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. Landmark, it's a three day weekend immersion where there's a leader, like a forum leader. It sounds culty and people think it's culty. It's not. It really isn't. It's just you sit in a room. They give their philosophy on life, and you sit there, and people come up on a mic, and they're like, "I'm stuck." And they, and some these these people are billionaires and broke, and they, uh, and you have no idea who they are, and you sit there and you listen to them talk, and you kind of reflect on your own stuff, and you're like, "Yeah," but they make you kind of call people that you've been stuck on, and be like, "Hey, man, I remember that one time I did this. Well, I'm sorry," and uh, it actually helped me get over my divorce when I did that. The one thing they said at the end, they're like. Life is empty and meaningless, but it's empty and meaningless that it's empty and meaningless. Meaning, it's basically saying you could do whatever you want. And everyone thinks that you have to follow these rules, but there are no rules, which is the most freeing thing. And they're they're like not saying there's not religion and there's not spirituality. They're just like, in this time we're in, you guys are just making this way too complicated. Mm. So everyone has their own room, paint it whatever color you want, and then paint over it and paint over it again and paint over it again and just have fun. Basically it's a three-day event. It's called the Landmark you said?: Yeah, landmark. You, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 13 hour sessions and you get breaks here and there for lunch and just because sitting in a two and a half hour lecture, it just you, you get, it gets draining, but you're so you get really energized. By the time Sunday comes around, that place is like popping off. People are so excited. The shyest person in the room is now like talkative and crazy because they're just realizing stuff about themselves. People think it's like really culty because they don't have marketing, and their marketing is then to bring people in and be like, "You should bring a friend in." You're like, "All right, I get it," but they're like, "But we don't spend money on marketing, so this is how we get more people to do this." And we are a profit business, but at the same time, we're getting people over their crap. I was like, "Yeah, I pay for things that get me over my crap." Like, sure, I'll bring someone in, and then they'll email you and say, "Hey, do you want to do this?" You're like, "No," and they're like, "Okay." That's where it stopped being the where people are like, "Oh, they're they're in your face." I'm like, "Well, yeah, they're a business, but if you just tell them." Yeah, I don't want to do that. They're like, all right, cool. You know, we'll just we'll hit you up next time with another email if you want to do another seminar. They're like, all right, well,
1: that's a cool. And I've never heard of it. It's so a key takeaway here for myself and the audience.
0: Um, sounds yeah. like something pretty neat. I highly recommend it. I think it was like six hundred bucks for the forum, and then once you do that, it was two hundred something fifty bucks for the advanced course. And I don't know if they're doing them right now, but I I got so much out of it.
1: So, Mike, I got one more question for you, and then we're going to wrap up by you sharing how everyone can learn more about you or if they want to reach out and say hello. Let's talk about happiness. Like, How do you you make yourself happy? What's your definition and approach to happiness?
0: I try to go back to the core of it that what I've learned or have read is that you're always happy and you're just complicated to make yourself unhappy. And I've learned that buying things don't do it. It's, I love hanging out with friends. I love talking to people. I love sharing the things that I do But I I really love creating things and I love making people laugh and I love making myself laugh. Like That's where I find a lot of happiness. When you put it on someone else to be your crutch for being happy, I think that that is not... I know what it's like to be with someone and that it makes you happy, like being with a loved one or a significant other. But you're putting too much weight because if they go away, then you're the complete opposite of happy. You're crushed and, and sad for X amount of time. So I think it's like you just have to find out that you're already good, and when things go crappy, it's you just treat it as well. This is I, I have to learn something from this, and not be like, oh, I, I can't go on anymore. Like, I can't. This is too crushing. I I can't survive. You only have X amount of time in this rock, man. So it's yep. <laughs> don't overcomplicate it. And when things get stressful, just check out for a minute. And just just be like, I don't feel like doing this because you have. Like right now I'm 41. I maybe have another six decades left if I'm lucky. So why am I going to make it? Why am I going to make my life like suck?
1: Very wise words. There's a lot of gems in there. I'm trying to remember them all. My brain's having a hard time uh, remembering, but like overcomplicating. I think that's what a lot of people do, especially crafting their lives around the opinion of others and just choosing to be happy and, and also just loving yourself, you know? I think that's like the, first, the starting point is being okay with who you are and loving yourself.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I never understood what I understand the idea of that. I've, and I've heard people say, I, oh, I've loved myself and I've never found what that is. I, I've never got it. Like I'm cool hanging out by myself and I, and I don't hate myself as a person. But sometimes you wake up and you're like, man, I just need to lose that 10 pounds. <laughs> I look like crap. And I think that's not really loving yourself. And some people's like, no, you look in the mirror and you see that, but you don't see it. I'm like, no, it's clear it's day in front of me. Like I need to run. (laughs) Like this shirt (laughs) is very tight on me. I don't like the way that looks.
1: (laughs) Well, I I think it's I think it's accepting yourself. It's it's being okay with who you are, but also being okay with wanting to improve yourself as well. So Mm -hmm. I think it's okay with being alone and you're okay with being alone and enjoying yourself enjoying your company. That's my view of it. I think that think you nailed it. Well, let's end it on that note. So, uh, cool, Mike. Well, I like, enjoyed the conversation. Uh, what's the best way people can connect with you if they want to learn more?
0: Three ways. One, you can go to drive80.com, 8 to see the explainer videos. And I typically work with companies who can't define or struggle to define what they do. And I could do it in 60 seconds. Then you can check out my webcomic. It's Daily Bread. You can check out your Daily Bread, B-R-E-D.com. And I have this new thing called the Couples Checklist which I have had five books that I've done, but I always want to make them interactive. And this is a mix between sweet and really messed up things that couples can do to start a conversation and see where they land on their thoughts on answering that question. And the 90s punk podcast, this was the scene. It started off focused strictly on New Jersey, just the New Jersey late 90s punk scene. And then I've advanced from that and talked to bands like You Found Glory, Farside, Sunny Day Real Estate, Seaweed, Sam I Am, Knapsack, Less Than Jake—it just goes on and on. So you can go to that website and check that out. And also, I have a Daily Bread podcast where I just talk by myself about my life and just get really raw. So that's another way to to check it out. Awesome, producing a lot of content, love it. Well, thanks, Emma. Mike, and uh, thanks
1: everyone for listening. Thanks to you, man.
0: Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.